Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Everyone's doing well. It means so much to me that you take the time to tune in. It really does. I want to hear from you folks. What's on your mind? I say it every week. Full count chaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at full count chaos. Hope you cleaned your shit up today, folks, because we have a guest stopping by. Paul Valley, friend of the show. I've had him on before. I love talking baseball with him. He's a lot of fun. He loves talking sports. I love talking sports, especially Orioles. You can check him out on Pressbox Online. Uh, he does a Saturday morning show talking Baltimore sports, all the good shit. You can check him out on Twitter at Paul Valley, V-A-L-L-E, the third. So spell out his full name with three eyes. but I'm sure as soon as you type in Paul Valley, there he is. Follow him as well on Twitter because during the games, just like all of us, we uh, have fun talking about each play. We vent frustration. Uh, we have fun when great moments happen. But he's a level-headed sports fan. Of course, he gets upset just like we do, but sometimes when he gets pissed off, uh, the tweets that he puts out are pretty damn funny. So he's going to be coming on in just a minute here. We're going to talk a little Orioles, talk about them O's. Very exciting O's. Um, also, I wanted to just take a moment to thank you all so much. And I will and the network and I always want to thank you guys every year. So, again, we like to give a little gift to say thanks. And same way, do it every year. I don't mention anything on social media. I just want the people, the fans who actually tune in to have a chance to win the gift card. I've given away tickets, gift cards, uh, and I love it every year because the winners, they send me photos of what they bought online uh, the day that they went to the game using the tickets, and I love that. Here's what we're going to do. Same thing, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. You send me an email, you say, hey, Nate, I want to be part of the drawing. All I do is I pull your name out of the hat. I think it's going to be like mid-August. I try to give it a little bit of time uh, because, look, it's not like radio, everyone tuning in live. It's so funny, I have to, <laughs> relatives, older relatives, what channel are you on on your podcast? It's not radio, uh, but even the biggest fans of my show, it sometimes they're three, four weeks behind because there's other podcasts. Let's admit it. I'm not the only podcast that a lot of you listen to. But so I try to give it a little bit of time so people to catch up and then they hear this episode, they write in. So again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. If you're interested, $50 gift card to Orioles.com. You can put it towards any clothes you want, tickets, whatever. Once you get the gift card, it is yours. So anyway. Hope you uh, get involved. Again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. So right now we're going to bring on Paul Valley. Talk about demos. Here we go. percent sure you're on the same page with me and i know i talk about it a lot on my show and it just bothers me you, you're all for radar strike zone is that right 
Uh, yeah, especially if you've been watching the beginning of this game today. It's been egregiously bad across the board. I have never seen so many balls called strikes and so many strikes called balls yeah. in all my life. And I don't know if it almost feels, and I'm not saying it's intentional, but it almost feels intentional. It's been so bad. Now I've mentioned that here on the podcast as well. Do you feel when you say intentional, it's because the umpires are aware of what what's coming in the future. So they're just kind of being lazy about it. Or what do you mean by that? Um, I think that the umpires are still going to get paid the same. They have job security. I mean, if Angel Hernandez has never been fired, nobody's getting fired, <laughs> right? The umpires are still good. You're still going to have your home plate umpire. It's basically just the the robot ump or the radar ump is going to tell him what's a strike and what's a ball, right? Yeah. So if it makes if it makes their job easier, uh, and they still get paid the same, and they still have a job, That's an interesting I don't, way of looking at it. Yeah. I, I don't think that they would. Uh, and again, I don't, uh, I don't want to say that it is intentional because a, there's no way to prove it. And B, I don't, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's just been so bad that if I found out that, it, that there was like some kind of investigation, and I found out some umpires were doing that. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I, I get it. And, and that you make an excellent point. It's almost like at first I was always thinking, maybe they're thinking uh, that they have a chip on their shoulder about it, but you're right. It'll make their job easier. So why the hell wouldn't mm-hmm. they mind it? And the worse they do it. And I don't. Sorry. See, I'm already getting distracted by the game myself, man. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't wear the tinfoil hat either. But I, I like it. I'm, I'm on board with you. Why not? If it makes your job easier. But uh, real quick, before we move on, I just something interesting. The automated ball strike system. That's the radar. Uh, walks climb from 10% last year to 13%. This is down in the minors where they're doing it uh, with the mm-hmm. robots. 11%. Um, it went, let's see, last year. Walks climbed from 10% last year to 13% with robots. Uh, batting average rose from 252 to 266. Uh, the, it, it rose to 273 in challenge games. Now, home runs increased from 2.9% to 3.2%. But pertaining to batting average and home runs? If they had the radar in play for this game, the Orioles would have a 17% walk rate instead of a 0% walk yeah. rate. But that's a, that's a story for another day. It, it, it's but, bad right now. I know. I know, especially yeah, with Glass now pitching. I mean, you can't give that guy any help. I know, right? I know. Yeah, it's it's weird. How, how, and I'm wondering how, how, I mean, I guess the sample size is pretty big because they have a season's worth of uh, yeah evidence of it yeah you know it's just it's it's one of those things i guess if you're you're forced to throw more strikes now or or get more of the plate and people have to cover now that they're able to swing in more strikes and says i don't know that could be you can't really nibble around the plate and expect to get that call four inches off the plate so that that, that's a good point as well the reason i brought it up i a stat i read the other day i'm sure you saw that i was was not thrilled to see no mlb batter had more out of the zone pitches called strikes during the first half of the season than uh gunner henderson i mean i'm sorry not gunner henderson adley rush adley yeah yeah i saw that i saw that it um and that that comes with having that kind of an eye yeah. Right. Where you're going to know that a pitch isn't a strike, especially as a catcher, you're going to know a pitch isn't a strike. And if it's even borderline and you're not swinging at it and it's getting called a strike, I, I it made sense to me that if, that if it was going to be anybody, it was going to be Adley. Or, and if you had told me it was Juan Soto, yeah. I, I, it would have made sense to me, too, because the eyes are just so elite. Yeah. Speaking of Adley, uh, Dodgers, I went to the game Tuesday night when they the Orioles got their teeth kicked in. Mm-hmm. Adley had a. Uh, Pretty bad throw to third base. Now, there's been a few of those lately. 
with Adley. Sure. And I know some people are saying, oh, it's because the pitchers and their windup. Whatever excuse you want to use, the throws have been bad. Are you a little concerned with the way Adley's been playing behind home plate and trying to throw the runners out? It's it's so hard, man, because I think there is something to it with the with the pitchers. The Orioles pitching staff has to be the biggest in baseball. They have so many guys that are just giants. I mean, yeah. even Kyle Gibson's six six. Yeah. Um, and when you're when you're that big, it's going to take you a while to get to get the ball to the plate. And yeah. you know, a lot of these guys aren't great at holding runners as it is. Um, but I noticed Adley's arm was a little suspect last year. Um, and I brought it up a couple of times on, on the show. And I was wondering if it was because of the triceps and, you know, his pop time's great. His pitch framing is great. A lot of these, these throws just aren't there. No. Um, yeah. He's, you I know, think he's I, got like the best, the fastest pop time in baseball, or at least the top five right now, at least. I th- I'm pretty yeah, sure I saw that. Yeah. It's, it's up there. He's one of the best pitch framers, yeah. one of the best pop time guys. I think what the last time I saw it was like a couple of months ago and he was like number two in baseball with his pop time. So the, the arm, am I concerned? Not really. I mean, they're, they have the best record in the American league. Right. So like, I'm not concerned about it, but, but I'm re- not, yeah, I guess the reason I ask is because pushing it off. Yeah. I mean, the, the one of the, I mean, that was one of the uh, highlights of him coming up in the minors of what he was you know, really known for uh, right. throwing runners out. So when he gets up here, you know, you start seeing something a little different and I'm not saying, Oh my God, the world's coming to an end. This is the worst, but you know, it's, it's being talked about right now. You know, it's being talked. It about. is. Yeah. And, and I've talked about it and, and you know, there's, there's something to be said for the new rules that have allowed for more stolen bases. Right. right? Right. So if it's, if you're going to have these bigger bases, if you can only throw, if you only uh, disengage from the mound twice, right. You know, there's going to be issues with that. And now you're, sure. you're, you're having to rush things with your throw. So I think that has something to do with it too. Yep. He's 25. He'll, he'll get acclimated to it. I, I I'm not concerned about It's something I've noticed and have thought about, yeah. but I wouldn't, the concerned isn't the word, but I, I, I am aware of it. If that's that makes a great any point. Kind of sense. B- bigger bases. These guys who are eight feet tall, winding up. So, yeah, I mean, that may, that's a great point. And also, I, look, I can't sit here and start shitting on Adley. For God's sakes, I mean, what is it? The Orioles have never been swept <laughs> since Adley's been yeah. up on the Orioles. At last 15 games, he's batting 308. So I'm going to quickly move on from that because I'm sitting here actually feeling guilty talking shit about Adley. Um, oh, man, you can't. You can't. <laughs> nobody can say anything bad about Adley ever, man. One, uh, anytime hell. he swings 3-0 and pops out foul or <laughs> swings at the first pitch after a walk and grounds into a double play, if I say anything, oh, my God, man, the pitches, the, the, the pitchforks and torches yeah. are out in full effect. That's what I'm talking about. I learned the hard way uh, on Twitter. Holy hell. I thought people were going to find my address and, and come right. talk to me early, um, face-to-face. But uh, here's something I wanted to ask you that I had past couple weeks I was talking about on the show, and some funny emails were coming in. Uh, I think a guy's going to be in the doghouse the rest of his life on the email that he uh, wrote in about canceling plans. Now, the Orioles are so good right now, and they're so fun. This season, have you canceled any plans with the wife or family or friends just to watch the Orioles at home, watching it on TV? Um... <laughs> Even when the Orioles were terrible, I would um, I would get a lot of crap from friends because they would be like, "Hey, let's go play basketball. Let's go do this. Let's go do that." I'd be like, 
Man, the Orioles have a spring training game that's actually televised. And I was I was going to watch that, and somebody was like, "Did you just say you're going to watch an Orioles spring training game instead of play basketball?" I was like, "We haven't had baseball since September." Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Canceling plans yeah. for a spring training game. I like that. And I, and I'll tell you that I um, have been known to revolve my plans around when the Orioles play. Yeah, as well. There was a gentleman who wrote in. I guess uh, his wife. It was his sister. His wife's sister, sister-in-law. They were driving like two hours away to her birthday party, and uh, he played sick. He played Ferris Bueller, and uh, oh, yeah. he was all happy, bragging about it. Yeah, I got out of it, even though she was mad. I got. I said, "Dude, you, 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 you fucked yourself. You're, oh, you, you're gosh, done for the man. next ten events. That, that, that. I wouldn't brag about that. I'd be a little concerned." But. So I'll tell you that um, my, the people that are closest to me know not to make plans. During like Ravens games, for example. Oh yeah. So like oh, yeah. my, my my wife, she will she knows that from September through January, hopefully February this year, uh, <laughs> not to make plans on Sundays unless it's their bye week or they have like Monday night football or Thursday night <laughs> That's football. A good girl. So That's people a good girl. people people know this stuff about me, and if it's the Orioles in the playoffs, I'm I'm not doing anything except watching them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, listen, I, I want to ask you about um, Mike Elias. Obviously, you know, look, he's been doing a great job, in my opinion. Trade deadline's coming up. What does he do? How far do you think he should go with, um, you know, I know they just picked up a pitcher we'll talk about here in a second, but play general manager for a second. Would you bundle anyone up? Uh, Actually, it's so funny. I met with a uh, referral partner today. Uh, I'm in the the mortgage industry and I met with with an agent today. And um, we've been friends from the past and we talk baseball nonstop. So we talked about this for like an hour (laughs) at lunch today. Um, So I, I think that what you're looking at is, Connor Norby, uh, Cesar Prieto, Joey Ortiz. I think these guys are getting traded. If, if, if it's if, if it's in the right package for the right player, I think that those are the guys because he's not a spot for him on the no. big league but roster. Look, as right? much as I like Joe or, Joey Ortiz, he's a great player, but I've said the writing's on the wall. He's getting traded. Yeah. Come on. He's getting traded. He, he could be the starting shortstop for about two thirds of the league right now. Sure. And, and, and so I, I firmly believe that he's, that he's on the, on the trade block and he's one of their biggest trade pieces. They have, they could trade Norby Prieto and Joey Ortiz and still have a better offer for the, whoever, whatever player they're going for than just about the rest of the league. Because they're so deep in in their pipeline. Well, I agree so, with that. But are we going for a bullpen or are we g- starter? Um, got to go bullpen at this point, right? So they picked up they picked up the guy that we're going to talk about here in a minute right. last night. Sure. But he's got he, he's still a little unproven. I still think they need another bullpen arm. And based on how Tyler Wells looked at the other day and his propensity for the long ball, how Kramer's looked, um, he's been mostly good since May first. But how he looked, uh, you know, two of his last four or five starts. And how Gibson's looked for a month. You need another starting pitcher. Uh, you know, I've got my eye on somebody like a like a Marcus Stroman. I think his personality would mesh so well with this team. It's so um, funny and- how all these years we talk Marcus Stroman. I'm always like, what a showboat, pompous ass. But what I would give to have him on the Orioles. <laughs> like- oh my gosh, and he he would he would slide right in. Oh yeah. with, with that clubhouse culture. Are you kidding? Um, me? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, I think that they need. Uh, uh, I think they need both. Uh, I think they need a starting pitcher and a and a reliever. I also wouldn't um, wouldn't shun a move for a for a bat, but it has to be the right bat. Like it would have to be like a Cody Bellinger type of thing. When you look at the Cedric Mullins injury, and, and I do think a move's coming and what it's going to take. And I, I think Mountcastle 
could be on the trade block. Um, Shohei is completely out of the question. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, have, fun. Have the, it's fun to talk about, but no, I, I yeah. if I'm a betting man, he's could put together. Board. Yeah, they always could put together the best package, but you'd be selling – you know, some of your top prospects for a guy who's only going to be here for two months. Yeah, but that's the thing. If the Orioles did get him, they they wouldn't rent him. They would sit him down and go, look, man, are you signing with us? Because if you're not, we're we're moving on. Like, I I don't, yeah. Exactly. I don't think they would would rent him anyway. So, no, I don't. Again, even the networks, or MLB Network, they were having fun talking about the Orioles looking at Otani. But if if I was the betting man, which I'm not. Yeah, he he's not he's not on the Orioles, but um. So you're you're basically starting with with necessity starting pitcher between even though the bullpen's just a complete shit show middle relievers. Yeah, you're you're focused on starter right now. Um, I think bullpen is big is the most pressing need, but I don't think they should ignore starting pitchers. And from what I've heard, it's like known that the Orioles are looking for starters. Right oh, so now. I misunderstood you. So you have bullpen at the top. I'm sorry. Yeah, bullpen, oh, bullpen okay. at the top, but, but but I think they need one more of one more of each. I think that they that if they come out of the deadline without one of each, they did the team a disservice. Okay, gotcha. No, I, I'm with you. Now let's talk about the right hander. What's it, uh, Shintaro Fujinami? I think I pronounced that yeah. right. Oakland. Now look, when he was a starter, if you look at his numbers, yeah, shit the bed numbers: five and eight, eight fifty seven ERA, thirty four games with Oakland. But since then. Um, since the, I think they put him in the bullpen. I yes. Right yes. So he, he, he moved to the bullpen after four starts of just being awful. Yeah, and I he's think, been pretty damn good since. Yeah. I think was it the last 30 days, 146, 57 mm-hmm. whip. Yeah. He throws 102. Come on. Yep. Um, With like a 97 mile an hour splitter. He is, he is, he's got, he's got the arsenal. It's just a matter of commanding the strike zone. Sure. I have confidence. He's going to be, he'll end up being a shutdown reliever for so, him. So you like, you like the uh, pickup. You're all for it. Uh, all I do. It. I do. Just because I know what they're, what they're going to be able to do with him. Do the Orioles win the division? Um, uh, I take the bet that they're playing in October, but okay. here's the thing. If you asked me the same question about any other team in the division, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to say it definitively, you know, because this division's just too good. Yeah. And the Orioles still have to play the Yankees again. They still have to play the Red Sox again. They have to they have to play the Blue Jays again. The Blue Jays are the Blue Jays are so such a confounding team, man, because they are so good. Yeah. And yet they fact. suck so much. I know. And when, when, and when I say they suck so much, they're a good baseball team, but they suck compared to what they're supposed to be. I know what you meant. They're abs- yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they have too much talent on that roster. Yeah. And they keep squandering it year after year. Maybe they'll do it. They're like the Cleveland Browns of, of Major League Baseball. I mean, on paper, they should beat everybody, and then they go out there and play, and it's like, oh, here's another 8-9 season. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so with, with the uh, the Orioles in the second half of the season, if you're a betting man, you're not putting the money down. You're not betting that they're winning the division. At this point, you're betting that they're winning the playoffs. I mean, they're going to the playoffs, mm-hmm. but you don't have money that they're winning the division. Now – Gunner just ripped a base hit off the third baseman's glove. That should be a double. Oh, he he went to third because nobody was covering third base. God damn. How many outs? God damn. I got nobody out. It, it, God damn it. it was said, don't you do it, man. You turn this game oh, back on and they right. don't Good score. I'm, I'm blaming you. you know I'm blaming you. I talk about that all the time. It, my wife's family and I, we are so superstitious. If somebody goes to the bathroom and the Ravens score, we basically send them back in the bathroom for like the rest of the game. Like, oh, my God. We're crazy. So 
I, I, my best friend since I was 14, I'm, I'm 38 now. So we've been best friends since freshman year of high school. Right. I watch most games with him. And if his mom goes, if his mom, go, Adley just got an RBI single. Attaboy, one Because you didn't turn the game on. About him. God damn. It's only crazy if it doesn't work. So one, I'm pretty sure I'm responsible for like 15 Orioles losses this year, <laughs> just by turning, just by turning the game on when I get home from work or something and they're already playing That's how I feel. Um, I to a therapist every week about how I am with sports superstition that they lock me up in a padded room. Uh, you and me both. But then there's also like the, when we're watching the Ravens games, it's funny. You're just like me and my group because they, he, he swears his mom is bad luck and she watches every game with us. Anytime she goes upstairs, and the Ravens score, they get an interception. He just starts yelling, stay up. We're all yelling, stay up there, stay up there. Then like she comes back down, but we, we swear it's her fault. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My mom, she doesn't watch Royal Games anymore because every time she turns it on when they're winning, the, the other team ties it up or they lose. So she would not watch it. It's so fucking funny how sports fan. We just, you know, I, I, it's hilarious. We all are like that. It's crazy. It's so so many people were just talking about how I saw some people p- uh, posting how good Glass now looked and how it looked like they, they could be a, it could be a perfect game. And now the Orioles have let, have let off the fourth with three straight hits. I love that the first two innings, I see Orioles fans like, oh, great. Here comes the perfect no hitter. It's like, all right, come on, let, let's go. Yeah. You know, it's like you haven't been watching the Orioles. Like sometimes it takes to the seventh inning. And then all of a sudden they score eight runs, but you know, they're just right. a different team. Um, I want to talk about real quick. Uh, obviously Mullins, it doesn't sound good for him right now. Um, yeah. That groin again, man. Yeah. I thought it was a quad thing, but apparently it all stems from the groin. We keep hearing day to day to day to day. Uh, Hicks ain't it. All right. In center field. Uh, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not talking shit about the guy, but why are we not putting Austin Hayes in center field? They love him in left. They love him in left. They love him in right. At, you know, at, at opposing stadiums. Um, Kalzer can can play center field. I, I do like Hayes in center. And and I don't know if you heard the update on Mullins. He was interviewing today, and they were saying that um, wild pitch runners on second and third, nobody out. Um, and they and they were and they were saying um, he had said in the interview he's hoping to be back before the end of the season. So it looks like the injury has gotten worse. It's like a four to eight well, week timeline now. Everything except run. And I'm like, yeah, well, okay. I mean, you might as well say I can do everything with that. It's like, what, it, what does it matter? You, you, what, right. you need to run. So yeah, it doesn't sound good, but look, Mullen, I mean, uh, uh, Austin Hayes, I, I get it. He's great in left field, but he's fast. He's got a hell of an arm and he can run down those fly balls as well. I don't know, man. I just know center field is you know, the, the most important position out there and Hayes with his talent. I don't know. We're putting Hicks out there, but yeah, whatever. Well, Brandon, Brent, Aaron Hicks has clearly become like a Brandon Hyde favorite. And you and I know uh, that when Brandon Hyde has a favorite, they're going to play yeah. even when we don't think that they should. Sure. Right. I mean, Jorge Mateo stayed in the starting lineup for two months hitting <laughs> being the worst hitter in maybe major league history. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ryan McKenna stayed, stayed on this roster through June. I just figured you know, they all had photos of high wearing a ball gag, you know, something. <laughs> going on. you know what I mean? It's like they, every game, they just slid the photos across his desk and said, Hey, it's your call Hyde. You know, and then they beat right. the lineup like something was going on, but all right. No, I get what you mean uh, with, with Hayes. They love him in left field. Look, we all love him in left field, but God, he just, I think he'd be just as good in center, but 
Whatever. You give me an you give me an outfield of Kowser, Hayes, and Santan there right now while you're waiting on maybe Kersad to come up. You're waiting on um, Mullins to come back. You know, I'm I'm good with that. I think that that's okay. a, a solid a solid outfield. If you have Hayes or Kowser in center field, both of them can go get the baseball. Yeah. Hicks that 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 leap for a ball that he should have just camped under and oh, caught on so Monday bad. that ch- oh. that changed the damn game. Oh, of course that was did. so, so ungodly awful. And it, it's, I'm, he's been good. He's been fine. A lot better than I expected him to be since he got here, but I don't need to see him every day. No, no, not, not at all. Yeah. All right. We're almost wrapping it up here, man. I, I do want to ask you about Kowser. I know a lot of people are screaming about him. Some people are screaming for McKenna to come back. Uh, although yeah. his last six at bats, he's batting uh, 500. Go, go figure. Uh, you concerned? I know he's batting 111. He's got a 444 OPS. I am not concerned. Okay. Adley, Adley went through the same thing. So did Gunner. Yeah, and, yeah, and and he looks to me the way Gunner did at the beginning of the year, where he he has no idea what's coming. All right. And so he's trusting his elite eye to get him through while he's slumping. Yeah. Almost to a fault because now he's that that the other day was it Tuesday they had they're they're down five nothing they score a run Gunner's on third base one out it's two zero on Kowser and he takes ninety four you know mid thigh high right down the middle oh, and he does a swing at it on third right or was it Gunner yeah 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 it was Hicks on third he drove in Gunner I believe yeah Yeah, yeah. it was Hicks on third. And that was he, – he got deep in the count. And he got it to 3-2, fouled off a couple pitches, ended up striking out. It was a bad at bat because if he was – if that was in AAA and it's 2-0 when he gets that pitch, he's lacing it into the gap or down the line. He's so lost at the plate right now because he's pressing because he's trying to do too much. Yeah. He's, he's going to figure it out. I'm not concerned. The guy's going to be a 290-300 hitter. Yeah. At the big league level. I agree. I mean, so Ashley did it. Gunner did it. Mickey Mantle did it. Look, we, they all did it. He's fine. I think he's okay. Now, you know, if he continues week after week going, you know, mid-September, yeah, let's talk. I'll talk. Yeah. But, um, I mean, even then, whatever. But, all right, uh, real quick, uh, how would you feel about the uh, Orioles draft? Uh, was it Enrique Bradfield Jr.? Um, I don't know much about anybody except for him, and I and I only know him based on the, um, the draft experts that I spoke with on my show. Yeah. And – he just, uh, you know, he's got elite speed, elite defense. A lot of people think that because of his speed and defense, he could play right now. Um, <laughs> I, I got a good, you know, out of that. Yeah. And um, I don't know uh, if there, you're one of them. I didn't mean to insult you, but I. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't know. Reality. It would never happen, yeah. and the, there's no chance that the Orioles would start his clock a month after drafting and there's just yeah. no, no shot, you yeah. know, cause they, they don't want to waste the years of development. I, I, I like the idea of him. Um, I like that he can play that defense because a guy with that kind of speed and that kind of uh, bat the ball skill, when I say bat the ball skill, he, I don't think he's an elite hitter. He doesn't strike out a ton. He makes contact. It's like a and even if he makes an average in college, I mean, that's not exactly yeah, no, and, to, uh, celebrate. But no, and and that's the thing. I think if he can hit 250 at the big league level, but have a 350 on base percentage, yeah. that's a guy who that's a five win player with that kind of with that kind of speed and defense, sure. yeah. right? So I, I like the pick. You know, it's not the Orioles' prototypical pick where they're getting maybe one of the better the best hitters in college baseball. It's a guy who's going to fill a need uh, up the middle for this team, and it's a contingency for when they either trade Cedric Mullins or he, uh, you know comes back down to earth a little bit. Well, yeah, I, I like, 
I like the pick, and there's not a need for him to be in the major leagues anytime soon, so they can really take the time needed to develop this guy. No, I like the pick, too, and it's funny. On Twitter, I, I, and I've always mentioned on the show, I've said, look, I don't ever get extremely excited about any pick, okay? It's not like, mm-hmm. it's not like football draft. It's a lot different. Sure. Uh, do I get excited? Absolutely. I even posted on Twitter. I just like some silly tweet after they picked him. And I just was like, all right, cool. I'll uh, see you guys tomorrow night for Homer and Derby. And everyone thought that meant that I didn't like him. Why aren't you excited? Uh-oh. It's so funny. It's like, guys, relax. But hearing about Enrique Bradfield Jr., you're right. He's kind of almost reminds you of a Cedric Mullins, but with a good arm. But, um, you know, right. I just don't. I think the only time I've ever really got stoked, excited. And I talked about this last episode is. Um, and I'm bringing this up with you is with was Adley Rushman because I think that was the night we were all at Jimmy Seafood. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was one of the only draft picks that I w- got really excited. But other than that, I'm just kind of like, all right, cool. You know, I got I got excited with Jackson Holiday. Um, I would have been I I would have been excited with him or Tamar Johnson. Um, because of the elite hit tool with Johnson, but okay. I loved, I loved Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday was a guy who I wanted to be an Orioles so badly. He was a free agent a couple of times. I'm like, go sign him. And they didn't. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that we got a son and the son could be better. And right now he's, he's proving to be a, a baseball freak. What's his name? Um, his younger brother. What? Oh God. Damn. I think it's Ethan. I think it's Ethan. I, I, apparently like he's even better than Jackson now is what Yeah, he said. He's the best. He's <laughs> yeah. the best baseball player in the family. That's what Jackson said. Yeah. All right, before we get to the random questions, uh, I want to ask you any rules, any new rules this season that you like, dislike? Oh, my God. So when, when they first brought in these rules to make the game faster, I hated it because there was something that I loved about knowing that I was sitting down at 7 o'clock and watching baseball for so three hours, right, <laughs> until 2 in the morning. I, I used to love the West Coast games. I worked in restaurants for so long. I would be able to watch those games. And if they went and they went extra innings, I was in hog heaven oh, yeah. for, for Restaurant no. life, West Coast games. I mean, you're in heaven. For oh, absolutely. Life. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, even, so, I, even when I had to wake up at 8, 8 7 a.m., 8 a.m. for work, unfortunately, I was the dope up at 12 30 in the morning pacing back and forth if it was a tie game in the ninth inning on a Tuesday night in May. Yeah. It, you know? So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, man, when the, uh, when the Orioles, um, back when Stevie Wilkerson got that save out in LA and it was at like 2 30 in the morning, yeah. I, that was the only time. Be, while I was working in restaurants, I ever fell asleep during a West Coast game and oh. missed the extra innings. And I heard about this epic thing and like how his cleats in Jersey were going into the Hall of Fame and everything. <laughs> and I and I missed it. And my wife got to my wife, who was at, who was my girlfriend at the time. She saw it and she was like, you missed it. He got a save. And they it was oh, epic because they should have lost. Oh. And I was like, are you are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? I never <laughs> fall asleep. So you like how the game I, that's funny because I'm on the other. I do. I do now. I, 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 I used to be, I, I really thought that I was going to hate it, but it's also, dude, I, I oh, get up like at five o'clock. Now. You like it now. Yeah, I, okay. I like it now. I, I get up at five o'clock in the morning, man. Yeah, so if I come home and I watch an Orioles game at seven o'clock and it's over by nine 30 and my night's not over, I, I have come to really love yeah. that. Here's what we'll do. We're going to do random questions. Just learn a little about you. Some, some silly <laughs> questions here. Here's first question. If you had the chance to get a hundred million dollars right now, today, but someone in the world who you don't know, you would never meet, would lose their eyesight the rest of their life. Would you do it? Your kids, your family, you guys are golden for the rest of your life. Kids are going to go to college. 
but someone's going to lose their eyesight that you'll never know and you'll never meet. What does God have to say about that? Like, do I, am I judged for this at the pearly gates? I spoke to him and he said, you get one. Everyone gets a mulligan in life. I didn't realize that. So when I asked him, he said, so it's like, it's like Spider-Man in family guy. Everybody gets one. There you go. Well, then that kind of ruins it. Then that's a no brainer. If if everybody gets one, I I think I could do it. If, if there's if there's judgment cast upon me and See, it's gonna affect rules, you just messed it all up now. Oh boy! No, honestly, if I if I knew that somebody was gonna go blind because of me, oh, you're hundred. I I I'd have to take the hundred million. I'd have to do it. I I feel bad for a couple of days and then I never you think about it again. It on your yeah, I would get over eighty foot yacht. You'd be you'd exactly be so you'd be okay. Exactly. Right. Where's the strangest place you've ever used the bathroom? Not any bathroom. Whether it's number strain- one, number two, just the oddest well, place me- that you are not proud of. Uh, oddest place I've I've peed so many places, man. I know. Um I'm trying to think. I've never never had to like pull over in the beltway and just Okay, can 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 it be by accident? Of course, sure. That'll be even more fun. Okay, so back in 20, 2015, the day before Christmas Eve, I had been seeing this girl, and she moved back home to a different state, way far away, and I was not handling it well. Oh no! And my my best friend who ended up being one of my co best men at my wedding. He was in town visiting, and I drank entirely too much Whoops. to the point where, like, I got kicked out of my buddy's house later that night. And I'm walking down the street. My sister comes and picks me up, takes me to her house, and lets me sleep on her couch. Oh boy! I woke up the next morning, and my sister's t- saying, "Paul, get dressed. She's taking you home. You peed in our refrigerator." Uh, oh, I thought you were going to go with couch. <laughs> no, I and I I had I had dreamt that I did it. And when she said that to me, I said I thought that was a dream. I had gone in and opened the bottom drawer of the refrigerator and peed in the bottom drawer of the refrigerator all over I um I peed all over the food that they had bought for Christmas. When you get kicked out of a friend's like it's one thing getting kicked out of a bar, they got rules, you got to a friend's house. Ooh, that's rough. That's a rough. Yeah, one. well I was I was I was um it was they did not uh, approve of the girl that I was with, so they were already on edge about me. Oh, I and it was a it was a misunderstanding, and I was too drunk to, to to articulate what I what I was what had happened. And I they were just it. like, "Get out!" I get it. Well, I love it. Fridge. That's not at all what I thought you were going to say when you're sleeping on the couch. All right. Speaking of alcohol, funny because the next question is, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Oh man, golf. I mean, well, that's every, every other weekend, though. You know what I mean? Well, I, so, so <laughs> I know that I if if I drink while I'm playing golf, I I am awful, and I think that so enough people are bad at golf that they if they are if it's mandatory that they have to drink ten beers while they're golfing, you're going to see a lot <laughs> a lot of whiffs, a lot of divots going further than the ball. I think that that would that's be interesting because I always kind of play I. I get a couple more pars and birdies. It's because I think I don't care and I loosen up a little bit, but I could yeah. see if you go over that limit. Yeah. You're going to really play like shit. So I, I had, I, in my mind, I was thinking the Olympic hurdles 
That'd be pretty funny. Oh my god, I, I would never have thought of that, but that would be. Oh my god, that'd be dangerous. Yeah, man. Would, be would be like. Yeah, I was thinking NASCAR too, but I'm like, all right, now you're just trying to kill people. What are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Olympics kind of snapping legs. Go, that's yeah. all. <laughs> if if you went back in time and saw yourself ten years ago, what would you tell yourself to do or not to do? Oh my god, calm the f down, man. Yeah, like calm down. Yeah. Because one of, the, one, one of the reasons that my friends would be so short with me, man, is because I had that Italian temper that really came out when I would be drinking. Yeah, and, that's tough to you know, it, it, it's, it's like, that's really you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so much more balanced now than I ever was in my 20s. And it's just like I would go back and be like, dude, it's not that serious. You don't need to be angry. I don't just think anyone's allowed down. to judge themselves going back in your 20s. Because if you want, yeah. if you want to go toe to toe on stories in twenties, I, I might, I might beat you there. So yeah, slow down. I like it. That that's yeah, simple. All right, we're basically uh, got a couple more here. Wrapping it up. What would you do if you if you found out you could stop time? Is there something you would do? Something you would? Uh... If I found out I could stop time. Oh man, that's a complicated one. What? We can we can pass what? that. What? No, I mean, what wouldn't I do, man? Yeah, I, I know, mean, you could get right? you could get so much more done. Oh my if God, I could yeah. stop time, you would. I would. Uh, what would I do? Everything. I would do everything. Right. It's kind of a, 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 a sky's the limit. I mean, what would I? The stuff I have to do for work, I would just stop time and get that done, and then have the rest of the week off. Like, yeah, I mean, come on. I I play golf every day. There I would play go. golf Easy. every every Let's freaking go. day. <laughs> Let's go with that one. Uh, what song would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? Uh, Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. That song is nice. pure sex. There you go. What show or movie do you think is terrible that everyone thinks is so damn good, or vice versa? People say is great, and you think or is bad, and you love it. Um. So I'm. I forced my. I'll, I'll give you one of each. I forced my wife to watch the movie Mannequin with me. <laughs> wait a minute. I wait love a minute. Are movie. you talking the first one with uh, Andrew? What's his name? Andrew McCarthy and Kim Cattrall. My yeah. wife and I, two nights ago, we just watched that. On HBO Max, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. We just put, yeah. oh, I got to tell my wife this when we're done. We pulled it up, I, and she thought I was going to laugh. And I said, no, nah, fuck it. Go ahead. Hit play. I'll watch it. Great movie. Kim, Kim, I, uh, Kim what's her name? Um, Kim Control. Kim Control. Yeah. Huge crush on her back in the early 90s. Everybody did, of man. Course. Did you see her in the, oh, my goodness. Porky. So, <laughs> yeah. my... I forced my wife to watch that movie and she said it was single. It was the single worst movie she's ever seen. And oh. I, and I, Uh-oh. I love Uh-oh. that freaking movie. Okay. Love that freaking movie. Yeah. Now so you torture. Her. Uh, yeah, but whatever. I mean, she didn't complain about it okay. the entire time we were watching it. She didn't complain just afterwards. I was like, how good was that? She said, Paul, that is single the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. It's funny because I did um, mention it to other friends and family about how we watched it. And they all just looked at me like, what is wrong with you? Like, no, no, it's, 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 it's I love that movie. movie. It's, it's, it's a piece in the sound, man. It, it's it, so it, much. That's what it is. That's I what it is. Loved um, it. Well, um, now I don't really have a show. I'm sure like, I have never and will never see a single Lord of the Rings movie or Harry Potter. Terrible. Um, I terrible. don't. I, I, I couldn't do. I don't know if you. Uh, what was the other big one? Um, dragon bullshit. Uh, no, what's you're talking about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Did you watch that? I did. It took me like six tries before too. before I me finally too. got into it. And I got into it towards the end. I told my wife I give it like a C plus. You know, B. Yeah. It was there was just too many damn the people that remember every name of every character. How the hell? How the hell? That how the hell? Pissing me off so much, and my wife would be like, "Oh, it's this person," because she she had she had to have like a map in front of her watching it. But yeah, no, I'm really I know. 
Yeah, that. But um, I also I do not like Star Wars. I'm right there I, with I've, you. Yes, I've seen two of them. The, the very first one ever made and the Phantom Menace. And if I never see another Star Wars movie clip show anything ever again, I will not miss it. I have Maybe there's more zero. people out there and I'm, I'm underestimating it because lately I've been talking to people. And they're like, oh, I can't stand Star Wars. So maybe there's more yeah. than I think because I can't stand it. It's terrible. Also, also hate Lily in um, in um, How I Met Your Mother. Love How I Met Your Mother. Hate Lily's character with a passion. <laughs> I did like that show, but no, I'm right there with you. I wasn't a big fan of hers. And last thing I want to ask you this for pertaining to shows that everyone loves is, um, of course I just forgot it. Uh, it was all the nerds, the guy from Roseanne, uh, all the nerds. Oh, the big bang theory. If I never saw another second of that show, I I wouldn't carry. Thank you. My God. Yeah. I got to, uh, I, I told a room full of people like a few months ago, I said that, and I thought they were going to hit me over the head with every beer bottle they had in their hand it's amazing I yeah. just the, the, the cult following of that show and it's it's terrible. like we get it they're all quirky and this guy's like autistic i understand like right. uh, you know i i, I get it like it's it's not funny to me cool let's move uh, on shit. well paul thank you very and thank you for keeping me up to date with the game as we're sitting here talking i'm sorry i pulled you away went a little more than 20 minutes tell your wife i apologize uh but again yeah. congratulations with everything getting married having a kid i mean things are Looking up for you, man. Things are moving right along. It sounds thanks, like. Thanks, so man. I, I appreciate it. It's, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. And it's oh, so funny fuck. because I told her, I was like, it's, it's only going to be like 20 minutes. She oh, goes, no. you have never, she was like, you have never done a podcast or show in your life that lasted lo- less than an hour. Well, well, when you walk into the room, just roll your eyes and be like, oh my God, he wouldn't shut up. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. tell her, you, I, I apologize. But Paul, listen, enjoy the rest of your summer. Thank you for coming on and we'll definitely be in touch. And, and uh, I'll see you on Twitter. Take care. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Take care of yourself, man. Thanks, Paul. See you. See you.